broken up hello hello milwaukee you're now listening to wxwp milwaukee on 104.1 fm and on riverwestradio.com everywhere now you can also listen by telling your smart speaker to play river west radio hi guys hey yeah how y'all doing this week hot Yeah, well, in here, it's going to cool off. It's going to yeah. cool off. Then y'all going to be mad. So I'm good. I took my little brothers to school today for their first day. Oh, where they going? Interesting. Um, Harford? No. <laughs> uh, it's called Kosciuszko Elementary. Oh, uh, yeah, I know it is. Yeah. yeah Interesting. So. Shout out to them. How they like in being in the mill? It's adjusting. They want to walk to school, but um, it's like seven <laughs> blocks from the house, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "So it's gonna be a no for me." I told him I'd take him one day. And my mama said she'll drive by, you know, just in case they get tired. <laughs> Hilarious. So, my legs hurt. I was like, "No, I'll make them walk." Hilarious. <laughs> so they don't want to walk again. <laughs> oh no, Wani, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Mm, uh, so Jesus said, "Yeah, God, God is good. God is great." All the time. All the time. Right now, well, uh, hallelujah. She didn't watch the read the funeral in right. church. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Episode, what's this, 52 as always. I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E. B-R-A, four wise. It's Twitter, <laughs> Tumblr, Snapchat, and nasty. Lossie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Lossie at Lola Baby on Snapchat. B-A-Y-B-E-E. I've been very active, so I'm proud of myself. Snapchat? Yeah. Oh. And um, on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Moanje? And it's your boy Moanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. Follow me on all social media platforms. That's Moanje. You got it for Leopard. Yeah. Hey. And we are joined by a very, very, very special guest, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Rennell, right? Did yep. I say it right? Rennell? Yeah, correct. Uh, with Social X. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We're going to talk to him in a minute. We got some <laughs> things we want to uh, ask you. I'm sorry. I was going to do like this, and then I thought about Wakanda, and I was like, put your arms down. <laughs> Can't deal with her. I'm not from Wakanda. <laughs> okay. So, how do y'all doing that? Just got all that money. Wakanda's not a real place. <laughs> right. Leave that man alone. As always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. You can find all information about us there. Um, and as always, we like to thank our listeners for the support. Um, Lassie, you want to tell the listeners where they can find us outside of the radio show? Yep. So you can find YBO Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Spotify. Sounds really good. And uh, I don't know, Wani, you want to tell them about the last episode, 87? <laughs> I absolutely do, uh, Reese. You said, sum uh, it up, sum it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that boy be tall, I be like. All right, so we introduce ourselves <laughs> in the beginning, wabio.com. They're going to listen to me. They listen, said thank you to all our listeners. Our listeners going to say minus one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so we talked about a little bit of Milwaukee news. We talked about the Harley Davidson, 115-year anniversary. Shout we got into the Harleys. Uh, to the Harleys. They gone. They gone, y'all. Thank yeah. God. Thank we can God. drive on the street safe now. <laughs> no, um, Taking up all the parking. All <laughs> right. Um, then we also thought about a question of the week. Elias had an interesting question. Why don't we accept goods and services as a form of payment? 
I just caught prostitutes. But um <laughs> Some about uh, prostitutes. Yeah. Uh shout out, <laughs> shout out to Aretha Funeral. No. Uh Aretha yeah. we discussed Aretha uh funeral. Um the also, icon, the legend. The legend. I'm the sorry, queen. I didn't want to glance over that. Uh, we also talked about LeBron James' show on uh, HBO called The Shop. Um, really good show. Yeah, it's yeah, a really, really good show. Good. Check that out. Uh, we dug into uh, Kanye West's apology, um, and then we moved over to uh, Ka- uh, Kaepernick collusion case. And um, yeah, so then we went into my encounter with Miko Grimes on Snapchat. Which was uh, so extra. Yeah, man. Was, <laughs> For no reason. Uh, then we uh, talked a little, about, about, uh, a little bit about love is, is it irresponsible? And um, then we just talked about East and Daniel. Before before we like go on, can I just say, so me and my boyfriend had a really, really like interesting conversation because I told him when we talked about um, those last two topics that, um, um, Reese, you posed a good question. Are black people too critical of black um, TV shows? Well, I was about to say something yeah. else. Oh, but we had a good conversation off of it so yeah definitely check out um episode yeah, 87 um yeah. a lot of good topics on there you think people critical too critical black of? people are critical on stuff not even just shows i think just... we just naturally opinionated yeah i mean like y'all name right yeah mm-hmm. you know, oh like the show we just never had anyone spin it on us like that right saying, you know i think we we just naturally got an opinion about a lot of different things right um it's in our nature yeah yeah, they don't never really include us in our opinions, but they yeah. market, market to us. That makes sense. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you think? Do you think we see some of the, the shows like what's what's big now? Uh, Handmaid's Tales is a big one now, like oh, drama, yeah, yeah, yeah. certain things like that. Do you think we look at some of the stuff and be like, we could be there, or do you think we have? Do you first? I guess that's a good question. Do you think we have anything that's like memorable? That's something like really good right now, as far as TV. Yeah, uh, that you don't feel like you have to criticize every week. No, it, I think or it depends. You know, it really stands from. It's so many different ways to be black, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when something that doesn't represent you comes on, then you have an opinion on it, right? But if it does represent you, so for example, some people really love black. You talk right in that mic, though. Thank yeah. you. So everybody likes black ish, right? Yeah, yeah. But some people sure. think it's too bougie. But some people can really relate to it. Right. Right? I and agree. You, I agree. Yeah, some people who really relate to love and hip hop because you know that's where they that's from, true. or yeah, you know, true. so you got this weird. Spectrum. imbalance of what it means to be black and mm. everybody got an opinion about what it means to be black anyway so is that a good thing though because we have like a balance i think it causes issues yeah i think that's, that's why sure. some people yeah. are on the cap bandwagon and some like you know yeah he doing too much or you know what i'm saying yeah. like just you know do what you're supposed to do like that prescott from yeah. dallas mm. cowboys like you know don't disrespect the flag and some people like no disrespect the flag because xyz so yeah you got all these different perspectives on what it means to be black and yeah. when you find one that represents you then you'll you know you'll stick with that but i think mm. that's a good thing uh, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely it's not a yeah no i think but yeah. i think a lot of people think of it as a bad thing because sometimes they we want to narrow ourselves into yeah we just need that one good one i think the one problem sure. though mm-hmm. is when you want to come together against stuff. yeah i agree mm. that's, that's a good the one. issue we, yeah. we can never come we never had one accord mm-hmm. where we all come together and say yeah. we all gonna be on the same page and this is going to be our agenda for X, Y, Z. It's always some people that's off the boat and some people that's on the boat. Yeah, some temptations. Serious. No, no, no pun for slavery, but you know. <laughs> the five heartbeats, you know. Yeah, stuff Malcolm like X. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Some people in Atlanta. But um, yeah, interesting. Interesting, well, interesting topic. That's interesting. Um, anything else, guys? Before we jump right in. No. Jump random. Right in. Random. Mm-hmm. On ahead. topic. On topics. He mentioned blackish. Blackish. Blackish is now going to be coming on five days a week. Oh, and I'm like, is it gonna be a new episode every day, or 
Is it going to be reruns? I don't know. But yes, they're yeah, not going to be on five days a week. That's, yeah. That's going to be enough. weird. I mean, I mean, a lot. I, I like Blackish. Yeah. yeah I, too. I like it too. I like it too. I, I actually just, caught up the, earlier this year and they're only a half an hour. So I just be right. doing my hair and just blaze through all the episodes. So <laughs> interesting. Good show. Anything else? No. Going once, going twice. Let's get right into it. Let's jump right in. Um, as we mentioned, we're joined by Mr. Rennell, uh from uh, with uh, Social X. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess kind of give us an intro to yourself. Who are you yeah, outside so, of Social X? Yeah, outside of Social X, um, I'm in the financial industry. Um, I'm a, a business banker for a local finance institution here. Oh. So my job is to go out and find business um, people who have uh, nonprofits, invest in real estate, who are entrepreneurs. And bring that business into the bank. So I've been doing mm-hmm. that for a little over twelve years now. Oh, you fancy! Yeah. So twelve years ago. I was, yeah. Oh, I was trying to do the math, but I was I like, said I want to do it. What man? No, quick question. I've yeah. been looking for a black bank in the city. Okay. Is there are, is there one left? So the remaining one that's truly still uh, black owned is Columbia Savings and Loans over Columbia's- on North Avenue. Okay. So Seaway Bank was one of the last ones, and mm-hmm. then they um, unfortunately got um, their charter pulled by um, the federal FDIC. Yeah. Mm. So now they were part of State Bank of Texas. So mm-hmm. before you saw the big sign that was out there, but I think they recently took it down because mm-hmm. people weren't resonating with that brand. So mm-hmm. now they keep it Seaway. Columbia, one more time for me. Columbia Savings <laughs> and Loans. Yeah. It seems like a lot of them, too, once that wave, that additional wave of a Mm-hmm. Bank black. Some of them kind of folded from what I saw. So yeah. that's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know why? Like specifically why sometimes? Yeah. Um, so when you have a for us, by us institution, mm-hmm. you know, all the people got to support it. Mm. So um, one, your capital got to be to the point. So you got to have people to come in and put know, money. deposit, put money in yep. the bank. Yeah. Then you lend that money and you really make the money off lending, lending that money out right. on those deposits. So. Now I think everything is going electronic and digital. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you have, um, was it um, one bank? Mm-hmm. The, that's the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is online, so yeah. if you're not keeping up with the times. And if your technology don't match, then you can't reach the people where they are. Yeah. I think that's yeah. one of the big problems that a lot of these banks had. Interesting. Yeah, that's my that was one of my fears is putting money in there and it's like be gone tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so the one thing is your money will be FDIC insured. Sure. It's gonna be back. So, yeah. yeah. Make sure it say that. Yeah. So if, as long as it's right. in the bank, it'll you'll be you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. But so you, you know, be putting your money out of the mattress. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> not, not no shoe box, not the Nike <laughs> right. box. House burned down, got nothing. I'm like, right. 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 He coming. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess let's kind of talk about like social X. Like okay. what yeah. it what is it? Yep. So we celebrated six it? years uh, this month. Um, okay. We started it six years ago because obviously everybody know Milwaukee. There's this brain drain that keeps occurring. Like mm-hmm. all of our um, diverse professionals of color are leaving. They mm-hmm. flee into the Chicago. Yeah. They flee into the Atlantas, the mm-hmm. Dallas, the Houston, Dallas. the Charlottes, mm-hmm. the Washington, D.C., which is, you know, Chocolate City. Mm-hmm. And we, we wanted to help curb that. So six years ago, we had this idea. We're going to have um, a monthly happy hour. Everybody come together, um, black and brown professionals, and just hang out at a different spot. One, show new people to the city what we got to offer. And then, two, show the existing people that there's more than just, you know, the circle of friends that you have. So it kind of just blew up from there. Um, We've been hosting what we call the wind down for the last six years. Then it um, stretched out and doing parties, day parties, brunch parties, all kind of social type of events, really unique outside the box type stuff to bring people together. Yeah, yeah. I know we. I just had the homecoming week too. So, 
how does one find you? Like, say I'm from Charlotte and I came here for a job after graduating yeah. from North Carolina A&T. And I'm like, they sent me to Milwaukee. Right. <laughs> so so hopefully, you know, you did your due diligence before you came to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things we're trying to help with, too, is so many people, they Google Milwaukee. You see all the bad stuff. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Of course. So, so I got um, a couple of friends, but they'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're trying to change that narrative about what it means to be, you know, a diverse professional in the city of Milwaukee. So, you know, you Google us. We got a Web page. We got all the social media, um, Social X MKE for all our handles, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook the group page. And then um, our website is Social X MKE. But surprisingly, a lot of people are like, yeah, I Google, you know, what to do in Milwaukee, and you guys popped up. So, mm-hmm. you know, our SEO is on point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the word of mouth has been great. Uh, like uh, Wanjay said, he came to a couple events. Yeah. Uh, we've been diversifying how we've been marketing the group, mm-hmm. and it's been really good. So, a lot of people have been recommended. You know, I used to live in Milwaukee. People that uh, obviously and unfortunately have since moved on to new cities is like, yo, you leave and go in there, you know, check out my people for social X. Yeah. Mm. And then we always make sure we show love to all the other entities because we can't do everything for everybody. Yeah. We connect them to all the other um, special, special interest groups of color as well, too. So they can kind of diversify their network. Mm. Yeah. So what does the, the millennial professional look like? If you had to break it down. In like, terms of what? Like, just characteristics, like, where they spend, typically spend money, you know, you know are they working all the time? Or you know, they- I, I think it's changing, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, you know, one, if I'm a 25 to 27-year-old, I have no kids, I got a lot more disposable income. Right. But now, I had that life event when I get married, mm-hmm. and I'm still a millennial, but, you know, where I hang out changes, my network changes. So, we've been experiencing a lot of that lately. It's okay. like people been having kids. You know, people have been getting promotions. People mm-hmm. have been kind of aging out of, you know, some of the different things. So we kind of changed some of those offerings and make sure we have a wide net of how we can still keep people involved, even though they're still millennials. Mm-hmm. But now they've had these life events that kind of change their uh, availability to hang out and do those type of things that are, you know, later into the evening, but still have stuff that, you know, people can still do. Yeah. Like now we've expended our um, health and wellness group. So fear is one of our big health and wellness mm-hmm. things that we do. And now when we have people upwards into their 40s that come. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what's um, so we reaching some Gen Xers that way. You know, everybody don't want to do you know the the turn up no more. Yeah, um, they want to come out, have a couple of drinks, go home, make sure mm-hmm. you know, they put the kids to bed and all that stuff like that. But then we do have the stuff where it's real turn up for all the you know empty nesters and people who got all that disposable income too. Yeah, mm. Gen Xers be player haters. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what's some common themes? Because I like I'll see like. Um, like you said, the fear, the fear mm-hmm. M- MKE, yep. um, different types of, like you said, bars, like after yep. work, wind yep. down, like what's some things that you guys Yeah, so have? Our, our six pillars are um, social, obviously, is why we started um, to give people the opportunity to hang out and do all these different kind of things right. that we do. Uh, health is one, it's just the other. Arts and culture is our third one. Um, professional and professional, personal and professional development, which is why we had the week. Um, and then talent retention. And then community engagement. So making sure mm-hmm. that we, you know, give back to the community. Like so those are six pillars. So when we did the week, we make sure we touch all those six yeah. pillars and all our programming kind of fits all that different stuff. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Man. So like, is there like a requirement? Like, how do you join? Yeah. Just- so no membership fee. Um, mm-hmm. You really just give you the option. So, you know, when we had the week, we had a lot of different type of yeah. events. So if you're somebody that want to socialize you had a lot of different things you can go to we had your professional development mm-hmm. like Wanjay said we had a um, talk about social media and digital content so digital content excuse me so if you somebody that was looking to get into you know expanding your brand taking my business to the next level we had some experts that talk yeah. about that 
uh, we had a series we talked about code switching. So, you know, obviously a lot of people in uh, black and brown and even some women that aren't uh, minorities um, have to change how they act, right? Um, so, for example, on Insecure, you see Molly have to do yeah. that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, all these different things, we talked about that. We had our community service event with NPS. Then we had our grand finale, um, the garden party, which was a combination of art, social, socializing, um, great DJ music, all that stuff like that, drinks. Mm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So it was that like that was that the homecoming week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we had our five K too. So we had the five K yeah. for fear for fear, which is forget everything around. Um that was Tuesday. And then we had oh. the kickoff at Truth Lounge. So I got my bills. Yeah. Come yeah, on the around. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I the truth too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Mandela, for real. Mandela had just uh won not too long ago and I yeah. saw Mandela there. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at Mandela turning yeah. up with the people. Yeah. Touching so, the people. Yeah, so that's another thing we get into. <laughs> so we partnering with some other groups about, you know, getting out the vote. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So we making sure we touch in a lot of different areas and making sure people are engaged. Because that's the biggest thing is, you know, as a millennial, as if I'm involved in a lot of different things, the last mm-hmm. thing I'm thinking about is leaving the city, right? Or if I'm new to the to the city, I'm trying to get involved as many things as right. possible. So we making sure we touch in a lot of different areas and um, partnering with a lot of different groups. So we partner with um, uh, Milwaukee Urban League Young Professionals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually did the live podcast with 72 and 10. And, um, oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Civilized Savages. So we did that last March. Um, so we just been trying to, you know, touching a lot of different people, making sure that businesses in our city, employing DJs for our events, caterers, all kind of stuff. Yeah. So Black business, you know, brown business, been getting all these, you know, different kind of uh, opportunities to make more money off our events and different things we do. And then also showing people a side of the city that they had never seen before. So what was the journey like of getting this off the ground? Like you yeah, have this idea, like how do you, how did it become yeah. this big thing? Because like, for me, I saw it as just like mm-hmm. this big thing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how we get from here to here. Because like people yeah. ask us about our podcast. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. we just do it. <laughs> no, a lot of it has been um, collaboration has really taken us a lot further than, you know, just us doing ourselves. But when we first started, myself, I was born, bred, educated here in the city of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And then some of my other co-founders were from Milwaukee, but um, went to school out of state. Mm. So there was a lot of gaps when they came back that they saw from, you know, other mm-hmm. city, you know, from uh, Florida, uh, D.C., Minneapolis that wasn't being met. So we put our um, came together and we just said, you know, hey, how we pull as many people together as we can and um, just make sure we touch on all these different people. So the wind down was our first opportunity to do that. Mm. And then it's just kind of snowball. And then corporations start hearing about us. Nonprofits start hearing about us. Mm. Other people are getting members to their organizations because they was like, hey, you know, I can went to a social X event. I'm out at all these people. They told me I should come check you out. So we started becoming this connector to all these different avenues. Mm. And it's been really good. So uh, we've been branching out um, our umbrella, how we collaborate with nonprofits, excuse me, nonprofits, corporations, um, schools, opportunities to volunteer. Um, recently, a lot more of the podcast. We've been trying to work with them to make sure that, you know, we can get y'all the opportunity to get y'all voice out there and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of making sure we just touching everybody, you know? Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. I think that the idea of it is just really dope. Yeah. Like, I just mm-hmm. think about everything that you guys do, and somehow you guys seem to be attached to a lot of different yeah. things. I'd be like, dang, won't they sit down? It's funny that you say that, because before you kind of really explained, and before I went on your website mm-hmm. earlier today, I thought that you guys just did, like, parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of my Facebook friends, she... Um, she runs with you guys with yep. fear. Yep. So it's just interesting to hear yeah. that you really are like yeah. 
all over, um, you know, dabbling in all of these different mm-hmm. things, which gives people the opportunity to yeah. do some things. So the biggest thing is that the word of mouth is one of the things that if I'm a social person, I'm not going to tell you about all the other stuff. Because when I don't run, I hate running, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> hypothetically speak. I love right, right. running, but somebody would be like, you know, I don't pay attention to that. Right, so, right. so when we market certain stuff, you know, the blinders might be on. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you just see. Oh, they throw a great party, you know, so that might be your only avenue. But if you're somebody that want to do get into health and wellness, we can use that as a hook to say, you know, oh, we also do X, Y, Z and they fill in those other gaps right. for people. Yeah. So, you know, when we do have our, you know, opportunities to kind of do our casual network, like the wind down, that's where myself, my colleagues and some of our other associates get to kind of tell a story about how we started and the other things we get to do to kind of educate people that it's, it's more than just the, the social events and the parties. Yeah. Dope. Mm. What is like the when you guys I don't want to call it like the writer like the writers room in a sense mm-hmm. like when you guys come up with these ideas like yeah. how do you guys end up saying let's go that way let's go that way let's do this so <laughs> right now um, we have an advisory council mm-hmm. um, of some trusted people different age groups uh, different backgrounds different um, opportunities for them to you know make money so some are entrepreneurs some are corporate some are nonprofit so we have a really diverse group of um, advisory council and then. Myself, I'm still an active uh, board member. Some of our co- uh, co-founders have uh, moved on to our advisory council. Mm-hmm. So we have associates right now that kind of help us, and each one uh, has an area. So, for example, uh, Tania runs our health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michaela is our uh, director of programming. Um, Marquela Ellison is our president. Some of you mm-hmm. may know her, Alexa mm-hmm. Designs. And then um, Anita Mogaka is our uh, marketing person. Mm. So right now it's five of us that kind of do the day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we all come together. We do quarterly meetings with our advisory council. And then we obviously meet more frequently for those who do the day-to-day. And within our areas, we say our six pillars, like I mentioned earlier, we say we need to make sure we touch this, this, and this. Uh, we have some staple events that you guys may have heard about. So uh, the, the garden party was a big favorite. This is probably, I think, our third or fourth year doing it. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it last year because our first um inaugural homecoming we did the 90s party which is our house party Mm -hmm. and that was in july and it just kind of worked out so we kind of now working to have like four to five major big events and then filling the other stuff with our smaller programming like uh, the wind down Mm. the hang suite which we Mm. did at uh, truth lounge a couple weeks ago yeah and um, other opportunities to partner with other people for collaborations yep Mm. what was the most successful event if you think about it is it the garden party or is it for the most recent man, six I, I think years. that's a question for our exers, man. You really gotta ask them. <laughs> yeah. For me, man, I could say all of them mm-hmm. because they each have their own moments. Like we have people who bring people from out of town, but I'll say our four major big events. We'll say our brunch party mm-hmm. is probably one of the best in this, one of the best in the city that everybody loves. The garden party has its own favorites because that venue is un un it's unmatched. You know, an outdoor party, day party. We've been blessed every year we had it to have amazing weather. Mm-hmm. Like, it's rained like hours before and Ain't it's cleared good. up, man. Mm-hmm. We've been praying. We prayed a lot. <laughs> we prayed a so lot. You know what they're doing? Some good. Like, Stop. Stop. Right. <laughs> like, There's no way this is going to work inside, you know. Yeah. But, you right. Know, yeah. Um, then we have the house party, which mm-hmm. has been a fan favorite. Um, Vanity Fair is our cocktail party where you mm-hmm. get an opportunity to throw your suit on, you know, and get fresh, throw your, your gown on if you're a lady, your heels and stuff. So it just depends what you really like. Gotcha. But those were our four like really, really, really big events. Yeah. yeah. I think how I got introduced introduced to you guys was like the party, yeah. uh, the pajama party. Because it's like when yeah. you're younger, like when I was in like, oh, this sounds so bad, man. I was oh, in my yeah, early 20s. Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, it sounds so no, scary. Sin, I know, right? But, just, I, but I'm not there. Right, right, right. But when I was coming, I mean, when I was coming out of high school and early mm-hmm. college days, mm-hmm. that's the thing that you heard of. Because yep. it was like, you know, when you go to the BSU parties, UWM, yep. them kind of yep. die down. Mm-hmm. When the people start going to the club, they're 21, they stop coming. And then it's like, mm-hmm. then like the social ex party. I'm like, well, what's that? Yeah. So it's like, it's the yeah. jam party. I'm like, yeah. Because like, like Lassie said, I thought it was like this party thing. And then yeah. just kind of see, it's like, oh, you know, fear is linked to that. And I'm like, for real? So yeah. I'm just putting together all this stuff. So I just yep. think the whole realm of it is really dope. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And to that point too, like I'm I'm starting to know that I'm graduating from that turn up, turn up, turn up right. to I want to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <Turn right. up>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Couple like, glasses of wine. Hey, right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sit yeah. down. Can we have a movie night? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, so we actually partner with. Um, so we do some work with Milwaukee Film. So mm-hmm. specifically the Black Lens Program. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we help them curate. Um, they had a, a Black Trivia Night. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. probably two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was packed. Yeah, and people love it. So you know, it's a social opportunity, but you know, obviously, you're talking about black film, so all these unique ways to kind of touch people and bring it yeah, out. So, definitely. like you said, you know, the '90s party was something that you look forward to because they brought back a memory, mm-hmm. and that's what we try to do. Like when we trigger stuff. So last year, when we did our first homecoming, you know, we had the big kickoff event mm-hmm. where it was outside Schlitz Park. You know, we had the uh, the, the giant games. We had the DJ. Uh, we had vendors and kind of, you know, kind of looked like when you was on the yard. If you went to HBCU, you mm. had the yard parties and stuff like that. So it's kind of resembling that. <laughs> okay. So we kind of use, you know, in the marketing, kind of, you know, trigger those memories. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it take you back to those times. So like you said, you know, you like, I'm going to be off the grid now, but, you know, I'll come out for this one right. event every three, four months and right. kind of fill that void, you know. We don't want to take away from anybody locally, like all the black businesses and brown businesses that are catering to people that want to do the, the weekly things or mm-hmm. nightly things. That's great, but, you know. Every now and again, people are like, man, I got to get a sitter. I got to do this. You know, right. I got to get my business out the way. So I'm going to come out for this one event and mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, this great opportunity. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to capture a lot of that. And then like everybody else filling the gaps for your daily, weekly type stuff. And then we'll do like the big major events and still mm-hmm. kind of fill in mm-hmm. other stuff too. Cause like fear is twice a week. So you go, you can come out for that when you want to. You know, we try to do our wind downs once a month. So we still have touch points, but, you know, we can't be everything to everybody because, you know, we still have full-time jobs. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. How is the city? I was just going to say, just kind of piggybacking off what Reese said about, Mm -hmm. like, you know, hearing about everything that you guys do. Mm -hmm. I often hear people say there is nothing to do in Milwaukee. And it really bothers me because it's kind of true, but then it's kind of, like, not true. But, like, so now just listening to you, the next time somebody be like, ain't nothing to do. Social X. Yeah, look yeah. it up. So they might I'm, have something. I'm I'm a uh, unofficial Milwaukee ambassador. I'm, mm-hmm. I I want to be like the official Milwaukee ambassador. <laughs> so I, get, I get mad when people say that. I do too. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's you know, and I think depending on you know um, your age range, say age, yeah. Um, where you grew up in the city, mm-hmm. if you open to doing stuff, you know, um, outside of just the black area and stuff like that, there's a whole lot of stuff to do. Yeah. But I think the problem right now that we need to hold on to is making sure that there's our stuff to do yeah. for black and brown people, right? Yeah. Because everybody keeps talking about gentrification. Right. Um, you know, right now we in a pretty diverse neighborhood, but every neighborhood in the city of Milwaukee is not really right. diverse. So right. You can easily, you know, have a turn and go downtown and it'd be nothing down there for us right right but you know you want to make sure you have these opportunities for business to be involved and part of the narrative and all stuff like that so you just got to branch out yeah and, and look for other opportunities outside of you know some of the normal things that you do 
like one of the big things that we did, and I forgot to mention this earlier, is we did a campus tour. So it's like oh, we called the uh, MKE Express Tour. So we went to some really unique uh, areas outside the city of Milwaukee. So we went to two places in Walker's Point. So if you're not familiar with Walker's Point, mm-hmm. that's where like uh, La Fuente was, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. down to um, where uh, Comedy Sports is, mm-hmm. down through that area where um, Ivy House, the old point was, and all like, the warehouse and all stuff like that. So we went to a spot called Formation. Mm-hmm. Which makes the cheese heads. Um, they've been reaching out to us. They oh, want wow. to do some marketing and stuff. So yeah, you got to see the original, what the original place that made the cheese heads for Green Bay Packers. Oh, and they do mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff. So then we went to um, MK Brewing, um, which is new and recently expanded into the Pabst Brewery area. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people hadn't been there. Um, then we went up to the Pabst Mansion in uh, near Westside Partners neighborhood. Right across from the rave, went to Ambassador Hotel, and then we finished off at Central Standard Distillery. They just opened a new spot off of Clybourne. So a lot of people mm. was like, man, I had never been to these places and never knew they existed. Yeah. So for you know the people that we brought, um, majority of them were African American. Um, they got to see a lot more of the city. I mean, yeah. granted, we can only hold 30 people because the bus only holds that many people. But right. you know, for those people that was our attendance, it's just good experience they got to for see them. so many different areas of Milwaukee. And now... They get repeat business, right? Right. So that's one of the big things too that you know we expose people to these different areas, these different businesses. Like, man, I never knew this even existed. I'm about to come back. Right. So right. all these people, are like, yeah, uh, do this event again. You know, can you do this every <laughs> week? I'm like, no, we can't. But uh, <laughs> and I was gonna say, you know, yeah, how uh, how has the city, like, as far as getting venues and things like that, have, have they been very receptive? But it sounds like because you ventured out and you know, I'm gonna be honest. When we first started, we mm-hmm. was getting blackballed. Ah, okay. Mm. Well, pun intended. You know, um, it was really difficult when we first started because, you know, you had precedence for people who said, you know, um, we're a young professionals group. And t- for some people, they took that as cold as, oh, y'all just want to throw some parties. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so right. uh, you know, we, we had to get references. We had to get people to vouch for us. Wow. I remember one DJ for a real um, prominent venue here said, man, the owner called me and was like, what you know about these social X people? You know, mm. they, they, they called me offline. It was like, what, what you know about them? You know, give me the real scoop type thing. Oh, and I wow. was like, you know, and he, that's my guy. So he hit me and told me that. And I was like, man, you know what? We're not going to hold the event there no more because mm. we know the buying power we have. Mm-hmm. We're going to go somewhere else when we feel appreciated. Right. right. So early on, you know, we, we had a lot of struggles with mm. getting venues and, you know, we had to basically cold switch. Come in, you know, like I said, I wear a suit at work every day. So I come in my suit when I book the venue and be, you know, put on my, my professional voice and be like, oh, we trying to do this, you know, have right. a PowerPoint, you know, lay it out. You know, we, wow. you know, we had to sell it that way in order to get these venues. And after the fact, oh, they was like, oh, you guys can do whatever you want. Because right, they right. seen the receipts at the end of the night. <laughs> right. And seeing all these people coming in, spending this money. You know, our dollar, our buying power, everybody know the narrative. You know, our our uh, money leave our community so fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People seen how much money was coming and how much people were spending and everybody was, you know, the premier customer that they wanted. Everybody wanted to latch on to that. So yeah. the more we did events and the more we kind of sold everybody that Milwaukee is not this, you know, murder capital and right, you know, right, right. everybody ain't finna be coming in, pants sagging and all that stuff like that. Like we got some real people. Mm-hmm. That are entrepreneurs that got real corporate jobs that come to spend their money. They gonna go home to their family after that. So mm-hmm. it took a long time though. Yeah. yeah. How do how do we how do we well, now? Nah, I'm like, like I'm a part of this. Yeah. How do you guys? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know we want such so, so so You know, what? <laughs> to be honest, we want people to take ownership of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Well, the, our exer. So the exer is the people that follow us. You know? mm-hmm. We don't have a real membership. 
But anybody that come to our events that that really buy into what we do, we want people to own this because, you know, we doing this. So, you know, our mission and vision is to make sure that people of color, diverse professionals in the city of Milwaukee, we not exclude nobody. So um, if you're not black or brown, you can still come. I want mm-hmm. to go on record saying that. Because, you know, some people felt that that was the thing, too. That's what I was going to ask you. How do we diversity put that out there? um, You can come. And we have a lot of people that come. You know, our our, that was our mission because everybody saw the the statistics is that black and brown people are leaving the city of Milwaukee in these really, really high numbers. So that's why we started it. However, if you look at some of our events, we have people who aren't, you know, our traditional, you know, black and brown professionals that come and do our stuff with us. And we give people the option to do that. Now, if you're uncomfortable then that's more of your choice than right. Right. So, yeah, oh, right. Yeah. So you can still come. I want people to know that. But um yeah. Yeah, okay. I lost yeah. my train of thought. I knew you were gonna ask. Yeah, no, you answered that. it. I was yeah. just gonna okay. say how do we how do we have it open for other yeah. people that don't look like us yeah. but you just answered it. So yeah. it's not, not, not to give anything away. I don't mm-hmm. want to throw your business plan out there. But yep. what does social X look like in the future? Because like you said, people are graduating to the families yep. and Yep. So um Recently, you know, like I said, we had some uh, some turnover and a lot of our original co-founders had life events mm-hmm. they, that, mm-hmm. you know, pulled them away from the day to day. So we brought in some new um, associates who are now director of certain areas that are younger. Um, they're not in the same position as some of our other co-founders. And that's kind of how we've been doing it. So we've been expanding how we reach people um, and trying to get younger. So we've yeah. been partnering with different universities uh, we reaching out to different corporations to help them engage their um, diverse talent and just using those pools to make sure that we can touch people and, and bring in new people. Mm. You know, I'm about to age out pretty soon to what it means to be turning up and all this stuff like that soon. So um, I haven't had those major life events yet, but, you know, the, the crowd looking different. The, the, what Knees we did aching. six years ago. Right. Was different, <laughs> right. You know, Man. all that stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Would you all ever expand to another city? I believe, I think it was at the... Uh... Yeah, so it's it's funny you asked that. Early on, when we first started, people were asking us that, like, can you do this in Appleton? I'm like, ooh, that's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I don't know Appleton Market. You know, um, we've been trying to figure out how to bridge this <laughs> Madison. Because so there's a really good group in Madison. Start there first. Yeah, there's a really good group in Madison okay. that we partnered with on a couple of things called Inland Ratchet. Um Mission somewhat similar, but they were doing different things. So we've been trying to pull each other back and forth. And, you know, it's not that far a drive. Like, mm-hmm. we'll drive to Chicago, but why we can't drive to Madison? Madison. Yeah. And back, back and forth. So we've been figuring out how to do that. But, you know, if if I, if I we had the connections, and, again, we have a full-time job, so we would need to plant people in different cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, long-term, you know, maybe, a, you know, our some of our kind of mid-term goals we probably could. But right now, it's, it's difficult for us, too. Got you. Yeah. It's gonna go public like Empire on. <laughs> like an yeah. IPO or something. Right. It's an IPO. <laughs> <laughs> um, they gonna get fired like that. No, <laughs> no I'm not fired. I'm not I kind of no skip that question. You want to talk about who at homecoming week? No, he already kind of answered it. Yeah. I guess if you if you feel like you missed anything, just about how did you? Oh, I guess that's a good question. How did yeah. you guys come up with doing the homecoming week? Because it's around the same time each sure. year, homecoming, yep. college, mm-hmm. whatever. So um, the idea span because we were building these six pillars and we want to make sure that we're doing something to touch on all these six pillars Mm -hmm. and the idea the branding the marketing came from our former president and uh, one of our former marketing people that we we need to reach more people Mm -hmm. and do some formal where it can be like a week of celebration of one telling people what we do but also telling the story of the city of milwaukee 
so we came up with the idea um you want to do it in the summer which is unique um some of our other partner groups obviously do a yp week um but theirs is different time frames mm-hmm. um started the year kind of late spring and then we was like you know what the best time to be in milwaukee is in the summer yeah mm-hmm. so it was an opportunity for us to kind of touch on these different things show different sides of the city and um just kind of branch out and do these different things so, you know, it's really for the people, you know, our exers, new and old, you know, give people the opportunity to just kind of have that um, that moment again where two, one, I'm uh, taking ownership of the city of Milwaukee and two, I'm coming out and meet some new people. Right. So mm-hmm. we want people to come on, take take ownership, you know, send us feedback, email us about different stuff you've seen and, you know, just kind of kind of come together. Yeah, you mentioned just different life events as far as just yep. the, the Xers. How do you guys deal with um, just people a part of Social X having, you know, different life events, moving? How do mm-hmm. you guys, how does that work? Because I often think about doing a podcast. Sure. So from the sp- perspective of the people that run the organization yeah. or um, they just be honest about it. So, you know, we do a check-in um, very often over the years. We A lot of us were friends already when we first started mm-hmm. the group. So our original seven that started it. Um, we're all friends except maybe uh, one individual that I really didn't know, but all the others are well knew. So two of them originally, like the first year, two of them, actually three of them actually moved away. Mm-hmm. And two of them were like, you know, I can't do it from afar, but um, one did. And, you know, it still worked. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it's another transition. Other life things had people were like, you know, I can't do it anymore. So we still have this close-knit opportunity for us to just kind of be together to talk fill in the gaps mm. they help us you know provide guidance so it's more of a um advisory type thing now like gotcha. i said early on but you know we got a good rapport i think that's been really important to our success is that you know uh one we have a really good rapport there's some arguments of course because mm-hmm. you know <laughs> when you have four or five six different people right personalities you know, yeah you know it can different you know um I'm like one of the only active males right now, so obviously the estrogen in the room can be a lot, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. And hey, you know, you stupid, you stupid. But you know, I get outnumbered. You know, sometimes you know, I feel like you know, I know it all, and mm-hmm. they have to bring me back down. And I feel like you know, Who can relate. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, so I, I have to bite my tongue sometimes. So I'd be like, you know what? Well, we brought Say that. we brought new people in to provide their opinion. I got to let them provide their opinion. Right. Say that. So it's, it's, it's been a learning. It's been a learning experience. Yeah, too. that's the opposite of that. So I've been <laughs> right. trying to be less of a um, kind of control freak, kind of let people have a lane and just provide a little bit of insight if they ask. So I feel you. Yeah. With being <laughs> with being associated with social X, do you consider yourself a outgoing social person? Yeah, I've always been. It, was, it depends who you ask. Okay. So okay. there's some people who know me straight social X, and they'd be like, "Man, you mean." Because <laughs> you know, it's like you know, it's business, uh, right? You yeah, know, right, yeah, business, right. You make sure you, know, you got to right. make sure you know stuff work. But then outside, you know, I love having fun. I like dancing. You know, um, life of the party, all kind of stuff like that. So you know, it kind of depends, like in my mood. But then now, work is becoming more commanding. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm a little more tired than usual. So it kind of depends what mood you catch me in. Got you. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, how do you become antisocial, if you will? Like, what do you do to yeah, wind so down? Yeah, so I love working out. Okay. So I'm trying to prevent these needs from going bad. So, <laughs> you know, working out, um, change my diet. Um, I'm doing more. Man, I know, right? <laughs> Omega 3s, help out. <laughs> um, so a lot of working out, um, <clears throat> yoga, running, weightlifting, try to do some reading. 
and then um, a little bit of TV when I get time. Gotcha. gotcha. That's mm-hmm. my that's my letdown. I like I like being outside too. So you know, go down by the beach, Atwater Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Atwater. Yeah. I just recently found about Atwater. Man, yeah. it's, it, it, it was the duck off. Right, yeah. right. You know, I think I went when I used to go. I used to, you know, be on Snapchat yeah. or Instagram. People were like, where are you? Yeah. Somebody asked me that like no last fly. month. So I was like, where are you? And so I was like, oh, I thought you was out of town or something. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you say that. So it's a lot of times where you can, you know, everybody. So Bow Wow Challenge, basically, you, yeah. can, right. go, you can go to certain spots in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. take a picture, and be like, I'm in X Y Z city, and they'll believe you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because some people don't go yeah, outside their network. Mm-hmm. They be like, man. And that's the biggest thing is like, dude, you can live in Milwaukee and be in some amazing places and people will be like, man, where you at? Yeah. yeah. You in Atlanta? Or yeah. You in I was, yeah. I was like shocked because yeah. it was like three people. It was one person that wasn't from here at all. Mm-hmm. But like two people asked me. I, was, I think my cousin was like, where you at, cuz? Yeah. I'm like, I'm at, down the street. <laughs> down the street? <laughs> He's like, oh. He said, they look beautiful. I'm right. like, <laughs> my thing this summer was rooftop joint. So like yeah. the Kemp. Kempton, I think it is, yeah. and then uh, mm-hmm. I think the Evolve joint that's on yeah. third. And I, I didn't know that was a yeah. a rooftop joint too. And it's yeah. nice up there. It's we're, nice. we're a little behind though in our major cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. Sure. We behind. Sure. So yeah, you know the people who make those decisions about giving those permits, permits to people so they can get a rooftop. We got to get more of those. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. So especially in the summertime, it's gonna be crazy. Said, "Why be on rooftops? Why be on rooftops?" So I guess with everything said, like any upcoming events, where can people find Social X online? Yeah. Give, so, give it all. Give it all. Um, Later this month, so big fear event. So we doing a Brewers Mini Marathon. Mm-hmm. If anybody want to do a five k, ten k, so five k mm-hmm. is only three miles. Yeah, three miles. You can knock that out. That's September twenty second. We doing it through the Brewers. You can join the fear team. Um, <laughs> Brewers Mini dot com, and then join the fear team. F E A R. Later this month, we'll be doing our six year anniversary event. Um, still finalizing some things, but you can find that on socialxmke dot com. Um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, socialxmke.com. Hmm. So that marketing will be coming out pretty soon. Um, we are partnering with another organization of Fuel Milwaukee Black Professionals. They're having a boat ride on the 18th. Oh, okay. That marketing to come out, um, that's something we just kind of finalize. Um, more to come there. Follow us on Instagram for that. All right, something we can do, y'all. Yeah. Right. And then um, we have a partnership with uh, Milwaukee Film. So mm-hmm. we'll be sponsoring community partner for a really, really dope film. So next month, October 18th, that kicks off through November 1st. Um, some great movies. And then uh, lastly, we'll have a couple closeout events. So the cocktail party, Vanity Fair, and then our uh, big Christmas turn up. I said a few events. You didn't. I'm just playing. <laughs> that was good. I'm just yeah, playing. That's good. That's so amazing. You're fall lit. So if you need some yeah. time. To you know, kind of recover in between. We got you. Yeah. We got you covered for the fall. I think I got introduced to the social X with the toy drive. I think that was my first. Event. I think that was my first last event. December. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't we go to another event last year? Did we? Or was that earlier this year? At, so the nineties um, party. I think y'all said y'all went to was last year, uh, July. If it was yeah. Rave, no, yeah, I, I don't okay. think we went. I, okay. I okay. saw it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the uh, marketing okay. for the that. The one where they were talking, like it was people talking about like um, love. Black Love or something? Yeah, so that oh, was, like that was a film. With, uh, no. film. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I want to see Love Jones. That was amazing. Shout out to Lorenz. Yeah. How'd you guys, how'd you guys hey, do that? That's the other thing, too. So, you know, it's <laughs> other little stuff you can get, you know, mm-hmm. connected to. Like, how many people got to say they got, they got to, like, stand next to and take a picture with Lorenz Tate? Not me. Mm-hmm. I was there, but, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? But, but I do, still, like, it was great. Yeah, I want to give y'all credit, too. So, um... Jasmine Henley Brown reached out to us last year to be part of the a podcast festival. Mm-hmm. And that's how I heard about y'all. Mm-hmm. y'all um, I appreciate that. that. So, you know, I got exposed to y'all then. 
Um, y'all so been, tell me y'all more. been great. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I appreciate so that. So we all, I was listening yeah. to the last couple episodes and y'all okay. talked about that. And I was like, man, they got to talk about the podcast festival as they, you know, favorite memory. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I got exposed to y'all. And I thought it was dope. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. that. Yeah, appreciate that. Good. we talked about it. I don't think you. I don't oh, think, I, I probably wouldn't hear you. Yeah, you don't think you got, but we mm-hmm. talked about. Oh it. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, right yeah. before you came. So yeah, yeah. 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 Funny. So that yeah. make me feel good. Well, see this plan. No, well, let's. I guess we got some time. Let's let's jump into a couple of topics. Here. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, man. Uh, <sighs> see, you like playing games. Oh, that's all that's Yeah. you First of all, it's it's balanced. It's balanced right now. Right. It's balanced right now. Right. Lower your shoulders. I was actually thinking about that over. I was like, man, it's about to be equal. Look, you get the fist bump. Right. Exactly. There was one time where they outnumbered us. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was uh. Um, like four with, uh, guys, Murray, Jabari, Murray, and yeah, them, yeah. Jabari, James. Five guys. Yeah, still lost, yeah. but we, <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Kappa Nike. Uh, okay, I made that up. Who did you do that? Hashtag me. Oh no, that's Morgan. Okay, no, it was me. She beat me to it. Uh, you, got a, you got a brand that. Yeah, yeah Kappa Nike. Hashtag, I got it already. Tell, Don't say that. Yeah, trademark need... like a uh, Ralph and them. Tell him he got he owe you like Shiggy. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Come here. Go ahead, steal it real quick like uh, Ralph and uh, what's up, boy name uh, from a uh, new edition. Oh, uh, Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill got, took yeah. the name, bought the name, mm-hmm. stole the name, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess uh, Moanje, this is your guy. Let's let's kind of talk about what what had happened. Was this yesterday? Um, um, just I mean, I about. Yeah. Huh? Let me pull up the article real quick. Are you on this now? Well, no, I didn't read all the way into. I just saw people burning the shoes. That's all I saw. Well, <laughs> you know the gist. Yeah. Lassie, well, give it to us. Okay. Yeah, so, so from what I've seen, so Nike um put out their, I guess you can call them new ads or whatever, and mm-hmm. one is of um. Kaepernick and it says believe in something even if it means sacrifice. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't right the, I ain't pull up the article. But um See, but now <laughs> Dwight's are um, upset. Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's Dwight? <laughs> no, but um people are That's burning funny. socks and <laughs> shoes and cutting the swoosh off the shorts, man. So you got a hole. Why you say throw the whole short away? Shorts away. Yeah. Whatever. But um yeah, it's been um, really, really interesting to see that people are really upset. Um, I know that, um, I don't know who, Reese, you put this in the pamphlet, why are people so offended? Yeah, because we were kind of talking about it at work, just seeing it. And, uh, you know, he's the face of, was it the 30th anniversary? Yep, right. 30th anniversary, yep. Yeah. It's interesting to me because I've been seeing so many um, posts and I think my funniest, the funniest one I seen was um, Nike, the only N word that white people about to stop saying. (laughs) (laughs) It it had me cracking up. But that's a good one. um, According to, uh, I always say her name wrong because I always want to say Jamelly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. But according to her or and according to other articles, you know, they've been paying him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He's been on on their radar and things like that. And. They just boom, they out here. But I knew they was kind of about to do something big just because like the Serena Williams yeah. stuff that they mm-hmm. were doing was pretty dope and I don't know, it's interesting. And um I don't know, me personally, I think it's dumb to cut up something that you've already bought. So <laughs> So he's uh supposed to have like his own shoes, clothing, things like that. Probably. Y'all um, buying? Yeah, oh yeah, I I'm, I wanna get his jersey, but then I feel like it's gonna go towards the NFL, so I don't wanna you know. Maybe so, he'll come out with a shirt. Yeah, something like that. So I'm figure out something. But um, <clears throat> I thought it was dope too that you know this is just coming off the hem of his uh, his uh, his uh, collusion case as right. well. So he just won that. So I thought that was great. Dang, we I, just talked about it. Yeah, we just he talked would? about it. So yeah, you know, well, you know, he won the 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 ability to continue for the case. Okay. Yeah. So um, gotcha. I think it's smart. Um, Nike stock did plummet just a little bit. What's uh, a little bit? Uh, I think it was like. 
Let's see here. Right. He got the big <laughs> iPad. Nah. Making up stuff. Punch Come on now. Right hey, we all can go to stocks on our phone. Right <laughs> <laughs> so they lost two shareholders. <laughs> It, it was a small percentage. It was, yeah, it, it wasn't that much, but it, it, it plummeted. You, you keep saying plummeted like it was like a large number. And I got it from Oracle, okay? You got are plummeted. Let's, let's talk about this. That sounds smart today. Nike stocks are out. smart today. See, that's, that's the narrative we talk about. People always want to badmouth it, you know? Yeah. So, you know, certain people, if you don't rock with Nike and Kaepernick, you're mm-hmm. like, Nike's taking a tumble, you know? Right. Make yeah. it seem way worse than right. it really right. is. Yeah, that's true. Right. But really, it's like, like 10 really people. Was, I really think it's like two bucks. Yeah, because you, you're trying to take the, the, the highlight and the, the prominence off them doing this for him and right. change it to, you know, all oh, your stock about to uh, fall. So now yeah. you're changing this narrative, right? Yeah. 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 I guess outside of that, just the whole idea of him being the face of it, what's your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? I, I love it. I yeah. mean, Nike's I always been the on the forefront from their marketing taking mm-hmm. these leaps and bounds and putting these you know athletes in a position to tell their story you yeah know? Hey, like, you sound just like jamili man they put all this money in. think about it they gave lebron a huge check when he was yeah. 18 didn't dribble yet yeah so they they put they was always putting people on on the on the opportunity to kind of be who they are yeah and i think it just every athlete that they've ever had gave them uh, giving them the opportunity to just be who they are and i i, I love it yeah, I agree. I think I was reading. I think you gonna have me calling her Jamelly Jamel Hill. She was talking about how <laughs> about they were saying Jordan mm-hmm. every time he wore it. Initially, he, the uh, NBA or yeah, they find him, so mm-hmm. they paid the fine, and then he it obviously blew up and yeah. he became this big uh, star. Yeah. So, but you know, the funny thing now is, you know, Jordan couldn't wear certain color Nikes back mm-hmm. then, but yeah. now the NBA lift they this rule, yeah. yeah, where you can wear any color you want to. Yeah, how y'all feel about that? I know it's off topic on topic, but how y'all feel about that? I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't care. Because I'm trying to think, when I played basketball, I guess it was um, very standard to have the same team shoes. Right, right. But we had, I think, when I was coming close to the end of my high school career, we all had different, like three different pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people don't like a pair. Some people don't don't fit well. So, I mean, they'll be the same colors, I guess. But we would have different shoes on different nights. So, I mean. Well, also a testament to the, the NBA is they let the players be themselves as opposed to the NFL, where it's kind yeah, of like, true. it's, it's like. You know, yeah. we all one band, one sound type of thing. It's well, like man. you can't have personality. Yeah. Um, with in this case, Kaepernick, you yeah. know, he was sitting, he was sitting down near, not sitting down, but near, he was sitting down at first yeah. night with me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but you know, it, it was at 82. Um, going yeah. back to the stock, it was like 82 sure. on, on the 31st. <laughs> that was at 79. He didn't know it. <laughs> See, he said, I already know. Really? I had to go back there. He said, plummeted. He said, you just. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you know what's so I'm, I'm using what came from the article. Yeah. Toilet. Why you ain't check yourself? <laughs> she said, look at that drop. Man. She said, why you. He knows. He already told us that drop. before you pulled it out. That's not a plummet. That's a plum. Yeah. A plum. <laughs> <laughs> He, he want to be in the stock market so bad. <laughs> he he want to wear a suit so bad and to get arrested on Wall Street. Man. Oh, it wasn't me. I just hey. I just, all I said was plummet. Like shut up. Usually, usually he have on his church clothes. So oh, black yeah. women. Are, you know, That's you. You I started it. Um, I just wanted to touch on. Have you guys heard about the Jeffrey oh, Owens funny. guy? Yeah, Elvin Thibodeau on uh, the yeah. guy. Yeah, that's dope. That's really him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess because oh, I, I saw that. a clip where he was on like Good Morning America talking about it. Uh-huh. So I, I guess that. generally, do we just shame people for the type of jobs they have? Like, if you've seen somebody that was a star on a show, so you see career plummeted. I <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You know what? 
I think people, I think people do because um, a couple months ago they said uh, Jordan from Bernie Mac was working at Verizon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny? Can I get a cell phone, Bernie? But hey, you can. Y'all both know. Just stole my phone. Vanessa stole my phone. No, but for real though, they said he was working at that he was working at Verizon, and I think it's funny um, that. You bring you brought this up because I didn't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. Reagan Gomez actually um, I love her re- I know I, I do too she retweeted the article and was like you know this is really messed up because not everybody can act for the rest of their lives right, yeah. you know and um I think us people mm-hmm. in general who aren't in these fields we don't know yeah. right we don't know how it really goes we don't know how many times he went to um. What's those things called? The different gig casting auditions. Calls. Yeah, yeah, casting calls. Casting we don't know how many casting yeah. calls and auditions that auditions, he's done. Yeah. Um. You know, from the time the Cosby Show ended to whenever Ooh, he got to do me. something because at the end of the day, it's like um I think of it as like modeling. Yeah. Models they have to go to casting calls. They might not get booked. You said in the meantime you be right. Paper plastic. You know it. <laughs> Yeah, I think Trader Joe's is is an amazing store. So I think just like you said, he said that he was doing it in between gigs, in between acting gigs, and he was doing it for about 15 months. But he had to stop because obviously people like, girl, that's over. So (laughs) it's one of those things where, like I said, he he said at first it was just kind of like sad to see and people talking about him. Then he realized he was getting a lot of love. So then now Tyler Perry reached out like, got something for you, dog. Mm -hmm. So okay, Uncle Tyler. And then he mentioned what the number one TV is. Here we go. As he said, uh, I'm I'm assuming I have and I have not. So. He probably like, I right, come down there. What you got for me? So I mean, in the long run, it's kind of like, dude, leave me alone. But it's like you got me a job. So I mean, you know, yeah. Just the question I have for you guys. Any more remarks on that, guys? No, I'm, I'm glad uh, Tyler reached out because um, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to return yeah, was, the favor. I was just about to say that. that. I like when we can go back in and yeah. I mean, he was on the iconic people. show, and uh, Tyler right. Perry's iconic uh, mm-hmm. actor producer got a. Writer, six hundred, seven hundred million dollars. So, so studio you know in Atlanta. I mean? so. so yeah, random. Have you ever seen um, the Halloween movies? The nah, Medea Halloween. I started, I started watching one because it's on Amazon Prime, but I just didn't finish. They made it. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah I heard. Like, Tyler got all the money. Yeah, he yeah. got all the money. Facts. Yeah. He bought, He's dope. He bought Tiffany Haddish a Tesla. Yeah. What? He said you got, he did like Ellen. You got it for a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, forgive me my core. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, I was gonna say real quick before we get out of here. Let me let me read this to y'all. So, as you probably know, we do our anonymous question every week. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Um, so scenario says a lady was out with her fiance, and some men started being rude. One of the men called her out of her name. Instead of her fiance confronting the two guys, he suggested that they leave. So they did. She feels like he should have stood up for her and is now questioning marrying him. What do you think? Was he smart for? Was he smart or was he a punk to not take up for her? Mm. I'm gonna start. I feel like every man has been in that situation yeah. before, mm-hmm. and he did it right. The mm-hmm. last thing you want to do is get whooped in front of your significant. I was just saying that's my like beat. beat. <laughs> if it's one on one, but two people, like you just yeah. want to be smart. I don't yeah. know how old the couple was, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing I want is my significant other to see me getting world starred. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your husband and, got beat up. Right. And, and are you going to like wipe my wounds up and are you just going to stand there and be like, you know, you, you, stood, right. up, you, stood, you stood up for me though, baby. You know, yeah. now stand you. up. <laughs> you know, now I'm at the hospital. Yeah. You riding in the, in the ambulance with me. You know, like. <laughs> I told you not I mean, to say nothing. How many right. you see? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, Six. She, that's, I, I feel like that's, that's real immature. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she, he did the right thing. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, you can, you can't you can't expect everybody to be um, an MMA Bebo. fighter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, question. I wrote, I wanted to throw this in before um, Mwanja answers. So, what if you know he calling? He's calling. These guys are calling her on her name, and she kind of like snapped back at them. And now they're going. They're going at it. Then then what do you do? Then you ain't got no choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it, so you you got your strap with you. Do you pull that out or do you fight? Do you put Man, your dukes up like pops? No, you can't pull the strap out unless you're gonna use it. Yeah. That, that's, that's that's what I learned at CCW, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's the best way to do it. Like if I pull this out, they both might have one. Then what right. you gonna do? Right. You know. That's true. Run. Baby, baby, you, you know. You can't pull off. the strap out unless you take your heels off. Pressure and keep running. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, personally, you know, I. In situations when that's kind of happened to me, like I've always kind of like pushed her out the way and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I got this. You know, right. Chill. Yeah. You know? right. Right. I think that's good yeah, enough. Yeah, She's like, okay, even if you get beat up, you still have for me. Yeah, you don't want to. I'm fighting with my man. There. What about I you? I let him get jumped. No, I mean, um, I'm yeah. You got to defuse the situation. You got to get up out of there. I'm, I might say some stuff back though. You yeah. know what I mean to defend her honor. You're like, yeah, that's why you, you know, walking out the door. Um, like that backwards. One, I mean, granted, we were friends, <laughs> but that one time we was walking down the street, he claimed he was talking to you. I'm wondering, like, <laughs> no, I didn't. know I found you. You heard what I said. Stop playing. Why you do that? I told him I was like, I was like, he, what I say? He, was, he, he that, was in the back. He though. saw that fourth head come out the window. He was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> We gonna run with that story though. He's gonna run with that That's story. Up, he, he was scared to go We discussed this before. I, you know, I, I did say something. I'm over, I'm over there like that's why you ugly now. You like just keep walking, man. Dang, come on, man. They might have a gun. Right. Oh, you lying! You lying! I'm done, man. You know that's what? funny, but all right. Thank you for coming. <laughs> no, I I agree though. No. Like. I think uh, when you right. get to it, when you get to a certain age, that fight and stuff just get kind of old. Mm-hmm. I think real quick, let's flip it. Say it was your girl. I was it just going to say we, we need the female perspective. Yeah, is it, how it, do you think he did he react the way you would have want your man to react? I don't want to see you fighting. I just don't. I, I just think that if it can be diffused by us walking away, that's fine. Because I'm not going to look at you as less than. I just think when I see people being ignorant for no reason, mm-hmm. exactly it, that has nothing to do with me. Exactly. I'm some you plates. Know? And why put our put why put us yeah. in danger? Right. Yeah, when we yeah, could yeah. just leave. Like if it's not that deep. Yeah, but I mean, flip it as if say it was two two chicks, you know, for some reason saying something about you, and then your girl like, yeah, so you know, like, get it. Depending on how big the women are, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you you can you can like you know kind of mush and like break them apart, mush. you know. <laughs> You ain't go. I ain't gonna swing on a woman. Uh-uh. Right. Just take you know, your girl if, and go. If, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I'm gonna defuse it. You know, mm-hmm. break them apart. Like chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be swinging on no woman. For yeah. Girl. Like, uh, that, yeah. that ain't right. Yeah. I mean, as for her fighting over you. So yeah. So okay. So she shouldn't do that either. Yeah. Okay. I don't want her doing that. Interesting. I don't want her to get whooped either. Yeah. Right. Like, so how would you feel if she got whooped? <laughs> I ain't gonna let her get whooped. Okay, you, you know, know if it was ever that situation, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna defuse it. <laughs> Look at your track, yeah. baby. <laughs> you know that's the last gotcha. thing I need is see my glue. girl getting dragged by her right. head. Yeah, she got knots on her forehead. Yeah, especially in, in the place that we are. You know, you yeah. wanna yeah. Hopefully, it'd be we'd be in a place where that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. so. interesting. Y'all funny. But that was fun. Yeah. yeah well, episode uh, what's this fifty two? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for now for joining us. Uh, Social X. Remember Absolutely. to check them out everywhere. Uh, real quick, as always, I am Reese Berry. Oh, I'm Juan J. And I'm Lassie. I done messed it up, y'all. See y'all next week. So that's for that line. Peace.